already. <laughs> I was waiting for you to start it off. I was. Like, I was gonna start talking. Go. I was going to. <laughs> there are a couple things that I want to say. Uh, one it. is the today's episode. It's gonna be a little bit more of a, a roundup of what we went through this week. Uh, we're gonna try to do a couple of, of these episodes, kind of moving forward, a little new segment. Uh, but I also wanted to preface this at the beginning of the episode. Um, if anybody wants to share their stories, mm-hmm. um, just email us. Um, obviously, HIPAA violations and everything, like omit names. We don't only have to share the name of the ther- like the person who sent us. We can keep everything completely anonymous. Um, but the purpose of this is for learning lessons, things that we go through. So today, Laura went through quite a day um, this past week. And one thing for me was a learning lesson as well kind of going forward communication wise um, but we'll kind of go into those as well but just if anybody would like to share feel free to email us we'll leave links down below for that and yeah that's what i yeah, wanted to so say pretty much yeah we're just going to share um what's happening through the week life updates even on this we might use a little bit it's just for us to kind of have that live or life updates at the same time too where it doesn't warrant a full episode Alright, You're listening to the PT Assistance Podcast with your hosts, Ken and Laura. Thanks for joining for another exciting episode. Alright, guys. So we're going to be doing a little new segment like we talked about today where we're just kind of talking about what happened during the week because a lot of times we will talk about things that happen or what's going on with us and it's not like a full like episode or it's just like one little pull point but we kind of still want to talk about it Um, so i think it's just gonna be like more patient stories interactions of some things throughout the week i think mm -hmm. i think what's been hard about doing this type of segment for both of us is one you're part-time so you're only in the office for so long each week um and me i market quite often so yeah. if we're slow enough, both the PT stay behind and I do marketing. So I think for this segment, we're probably going to do it. Uh, we're going to try to keep it com- somewhat consistent, but it might be like maybe every other week while we have these interactions that we kind of want to discuss and things that we kind of go through on well, a more daily like, basis. Yeah, it's like what comes up and what's good. It's just life. Like We're talking about life here. Life happens. And, and it sometimes there's some more craziness and sometimes there's absolutely nothing (laughs) and so and the thing too is like i can tell you guys about how my treatment going is with my foot so this is just going to kind of be like the life chit chat sit down and let's just talk and tell some good stories maybe some horrendous stories um all the good stuff i'll just see where it goes yeah so i might start off with uh I'm still kind of traumatized a little bit. So I've had some rough patients in the past and it's not usually too bad. And I can usually handle it and then I move on and we're good to go. And that's it, right? You just move. You're like, okay, I'm, I'm so glad that hours is done. But I had two patients One had been a patient who's been coming for a while now. She is a post-op knee, 
Um, she was meniscus. However, though, right after her surgery, she found out she's pregnant. Like, literally, she was pregnant during her surgery, but she was so early, it didn't register on the pregnancy test that they give right before the surgery. So, that's how that early sounds she like was. Comp- that sounds like complication central. Right. Well, so she was fine, but she came back and then she started having issues because of the pregnancy. So, her uh, post-surgical rehab came to a halt apparently and this is all before me so then she had the baby then she had complications with the baby so she had a c-section so we're about six months i think her baby is give or take and she's returned to physical therapy now mind you she's also a friend of one of the physical therapists so she kind of knows the field she's had treatment before because she was having treatment by her prior and so um you know you expect pretty chill kind of just nice all that kind of stuff which she was normally is and it was just such a strange day so she comes in last week and she's like when is this going to be done mind you she couldn't do a straight leg raise without pain And we finally got to her being able to do that last week and have no residual pain the next day, no soreness, no, like, no flare up with swelling. Like, we just got to that last Friday. Or sorry, no, it was like Wednesday or Tuesday she came in. And so she was coming in on Friday. And she, that last session on Tuesday or Wednesday, she was like, I need to know when this is going to be done. Work is getting busy. I just can't bring the little one out in this heat. Um, when is this going to be done? And it's like, okay, well, we just finally got to the point where we can actually start strengthening you without pain. Like you're still fairly weak in that league. We've got a lot of things we've had to work around. Um, and I was like, well, let me talk to my PT and see what she recommends. Um, at most, you know, maybe we can drop you down to one if you do a home program on top of that. But, I'd be really surprised if, you know, she said you, she was comfortable with you kind of going right now because we just got you doing things pain-free. Yeah. Like Um, you guys hit a major milestone type of deal. Like, all right, like you can start doing some actual, or more strengthening interventions and. Exactly. But she wanted to be done. She's like, but she's like, she was like, I'm ready to be done. And she's like, I was like, let me talk to her. And then on Friday, like I'll, you know, I'll let you know what we discussed and all that kind of stuff. So that happened. I was good. I talked to my PT. My PT said the kind of the same thing. She agreed. She's like, we just got to this point where we can actually really work past that pain now. And we're starting to strengthen her. And she's like, I'm not prepared to discharge her because I don't know if she'll really be compliant too much. So she's like, I feel comfortable dropping her to one time a month. But however, like, I don't want to drop her more than that like ideally and so patient comes in on friday and i i have her with another patient who's brand new and so right away i'm like oh how you doing and you know and she fine and then all of a sudden literally the switch change and she goes i really can't be doing this much more work is just getting crazier like she's on the stepper and i'm like okay well me and margaret talked about this and she goes but i need a date of when this is going to end yeah, I've had those patients before that just want to be yeah. 
Just wanted like, they're over it. A date, yeah. And so she's like, an exact date. And I'm like, okay. So I kind of was like, well, let me go talk to Margaret because she's the one who's, you know, planning planning your care and everything like that. She's in charge of it. And so I go and talk to my PT. And um, she's getting ready for an eval. And so I talked to her and she's like, you know what? She's like, I'll come over there in a second, like towards the end of the session. And we'll really kind of discuss it. And I was like, sounds good. So she eventually makes her way over and early on before she goes her eval. And they kind of talk about it and they agree to like one time a month or sorry, one time a week for now. And then her really having a strict home program. And I was going to increase her a lot today on her exercises. And so that's kind of what we did. And so like, as we're going through things and I'm adding new exercises, I'm really trying to make exercises that she can do at home, like lunges. Okay. Do you have a ball? No, you don't have a ball. Okay. We're going to do, um, squat tap, mini squat taps, like on a table type thing, or just going back. Um, cause she can't tolerate full ones. And then, um, sit to stands were like a little too easy now because again, these were all things hurting her beforehand, but now she's progressing pretty well. So we're starting to increase. So I'm like, okay, you do have bands at home. She's like, I've got bands at home. And I was like, all right, let's do lateral walk. So like I'm adding in these ones and I'm making things a little tougher too. Like I'm, we prevent progressed her to single heel raise, but like every single time I'd correct her on something or I want her to slow down and she's like, or I ask her how it was, I'm fine, fine, everything's fine. I just want to get out of here. Everything's fine. I'm busy. I, I'm like. I feel like it's okay. just so hard to treat like that kind of patient because you can tell like they're over it. Like right? it's hard to like it's hard for you to like personally judge to how how much effort they're putting in. So it's mm-hmm. like yeah, I can see that you're still in pain, like being able to get through some of it. But how much pain are you in? And like you said, like sometimes we'll be like, oh, I'm fine, but you can clearly tell that they're not fine, that they're still having difficulty with certain activities, but because they're so over therapy, like whether or not, like how busy their life is, like we get it. Everyone has a life. People have jobs, kids, like you have places to be, things to do. But I think the important part of this is that we're trying to get you back to functional where you don't have to even think about the pain that you're in or Mm -hmm. the limitations that you have. And when patients try to finish their treatment early or just like, try to be done with it like you try to like you said try to prep them like what do you have at home to continue your HEP to continue your own treatment at home like can you perform everything you need to perform at home in order to continue your own therapy mm-hmm. and just these are things that you have to think about when well, they want to finish yeah, before you're like okay thing, with them finishing exactly and the thing too is like I'm trying to give her new exercises and really make sure that they're challenging enough so she is getting product like she feels productive while doing these things. But then I'm also correcting her of like, oh, slow down a little bit more control because literally Ken, like her hail raises were like this, do, 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 like so fast. And I was like, Just speed slow racers. down control. Like we're doing single and I want her, you know, I want her to slow down and control the movement and she's just giving attitude throughout. So I had her and then you ready for the next <laughs> I had that's, a that was, new patient. Oh, wait, let me go. Jeez. Oh, no, this is part of the whole oh, it's the same hour. Page? Hour, yes. Oh, wait, this so both of your stories back-to-back were... In the same hour. 
Jeez. Okay. Yeah. So that I had to give you a good, clear picture of her. So you got the patient type, right? Okay. Got it. Then I'm working with a newer patient. Like I hadn't worked with him before. It's a second time back. Um, it is shoulder, but a lot of more postural work too. So he starts off by questioning everything and be like, Oh, how you doing? He goes, I don't even know right off the bat. He goes, I don't even know why I'm here. I'm like, Oh gosh. Okay. I've got this one. Who's already trying to like bank out. And now I've got you already questioning everything and we haven't even started. (laughs) This is going to be fun. So he's questioning everything. I'm trying to correct things. He's just not listening to me because he just like doesn't want to be there either. I've got her giving me attitude. I've got him sarcastically giving me attitude, which normally I can deal with. But having the two of them and then like it's hard because I don't know him very well. So I don't I'm trying like filling him out. And I know some of it's sarcastic, but parts of me are like. Based off of your actions, some of them is also not sarcastic. Um, you really don't, like, he's already, like, I was like, okay, well, we're going to work on, I was like, you see how you're really rounded and forward. Like, we're really working on opening you up, getting those shoulders back, posture, which will help release this area. You know, giving the whole spill of why posture is also important with the shoulder. And he was like, well, you can't fix this. And I was like, well, you'd be surprised, actually. Like, we've had literally people come in like this. Which really super super uh, rounded, yeah, like rounded and I was like, and I've watched them walk out pretty much almost straight up, straight up, and he just was downing everything. He was just like, I don't like. I'd be like, oh, we want to work in a pain free range, and he's like, why am I working in pain free range? I don't. I need to work in the range that it hurts, and I was like, well, no, we kind of have to train the body to. Um, realize that adapt still over time. Okay. Yes, and yeah. get a little bit here and there. And he's so he's questioning everything. So on top of having him questioning everything, I've got her who's giving me attitude anytime I'm trying to really work with her and give her new exercises. So I've got the two of them combined just in the of, same hour. Just out of curiosity, like how is their demeanor with the PT? But this is the first time she was like this and she was the same demeanor with the PT when the PT was talking with her. Like we okay. both me and the like PT sometimes you'll talking. see that too. Like, yeah, with us, they're not I wouldn't say combative, but like, yeah, just we question little, more. Yeah, like a lot more questions are just kind of difficult to work with. And then the PT comes over and it's like, no problems at all. They'll do exactly what they say. No attitude. And it's just like, really? Like. You're like, I. The exercise is exactly the same. The cues are exactly the same, but you don't question any of that. Yeah. But no, and that's so, just like, a little gripe, frustrating thing. It was one of those hours, like afterwards, like I literally took the biggest, like, sigh of like, and my PT came over and she's just like, You okay? And she's like, What was going on? And I was like, I don't. And I just kind of explained. It. I was like, He was questioning everything and just like wouldn't really listen and was just kind of combated with like his conversation coming back of everything and then she was just annoyed with everything and didn't want to listen to me and didn't want to try to help me help her and we both agreed like her situation we think something else is going on because it was just it was out of her character normally she's really nice she's super sweet she's 
just something's been off lately. So I don't know if it's the added new stress of work, going back to work and all that kind of stuff. But like, it was just different. And it felt like everything came back <laughs> or came on on that session. And so like, literally, I looked at my schedule and I was about to like swap her if I had any difficult patient. I told her, I was like, if I had anybody else next, I had the sweetest old guy next. And so I kept him, but I was like, if I had anybody else, I was going to start switching them. I was like, if I had another complicated, I was like, I'm so drained. And I was like, I've never felt, or not never, I haven't felt that way in a long time where it felt like everything was soul sucked down me of just like, this is the never ending hour. Oh my gosh. Why can't this just like go smooth? Can you guys just give me a break on something? I feel like I'm battling two people at once um so it was just one of those days where it was just like oh my gosh I'm ready for it to be done and like we talk about those days and it comes it's just it was one of those where it was just it was tough and the thing too is my PT came over and she checked and she was like we were talking about a little bit and she's like I'm sorry and I was like there's nothing you could do like we wouldn't, again, we didn't predict that kind of attitude from her because she's never given that. Him, you know, he's still newer. We don't really know. And I go, and normally with him, like, if I would have had, like, them separately or anything like that, it would have really not been anything different. But having, like, the two of them together, and it's so funny just adding the two together, it just sucked some of the life out of me that day. <laughs> And she kept going, I'm sorry. And I was like, it's nothing that like you can really do. One of us is going to have to deal with it. <laughs> I was yeah, like, However, it's though, just their demeanor and you just got to. I see them together and pass them. One of them yeah. off. <laughs> and sometimes that'll happen. Like you'll have mentally draining patients. And yeah. I mean, it might not be for that same reason that from your story, like it might be for a completely different reason, but there are times where you just have there's a patient that just takes a lot out of you and mm-hmm. having them back to back definitely takes its toll. And this is where it's well, or self-care together. or passing them off. Like you said, Oh yeah. It's or together. Like just seeing if you're okay with switching with another therapist and be like, Hey, like you okay to take this one. I'll take that one or whatever the case may be. Cause at the same time, like all the therapists feel it too. Mm-hmm. So if they're that way with you and they're also that way with your other therapist or PT, then they'll probably feel it too. That there's like, this is just, it's a lot. Share so, the load. Right. Share the load. Take care of yourself because it can take a lot out of you. And hopefully the other therapists kind of understand that, see that as well. And they're okay sharing the load if it was the other way around. Oh yeah. And that's how you know you have someone good too. If like they'll come in and check with you. And then again, it's not like that. It was anything technically bad or anything it was just draining it was just so draining and it was just like can i get some sunshine enjoy like i felt like i need that song uh, i got a pocket full of sunshine like <laughs> playing out you just need it just play it in the gym after that <laughs> right. play it while they're there maybe their demeanor will change <laughs> maybe it was a like, room five that would set them off because that's what we were listening to that day in the gym <laughs> Yeah, go ahead. Ch- change the music type and see if that helps. We can <laughs> report that next back time. next week. Yeah, see if something's a little more more upbeat, hey, you happy. Find, you find sometimes like playing certain music in the gym makes a difference for patients. 
Like we have oh, yeah, our absolutely. older population come in and like you put on the oldies and they're all like, you guys got some really good music today. And like literally yeah, I have patients like, with dancing us. with it. And I was like, please don't. <laughs> Your safety please, please, please stop. <laughs> You're a fall risk. <laughs> but yeah, that was my uh, one story from the week that was just like, oh my gosh. I'm sure other people can definitely relate to this. <laughs> I'd say mine is a little different and it's something that we've talked about quite often. Um, but it's just this last week was just like another, another example of it. Um, treating someone who is usually always with one therapist, mm-hmm. that therapist was out and then I took over the treatment and Usually if it's, you know, five, six visits in a row, it's no big deal. No, this was a like 20 plus visits under one therapist. Only ever saw this. Not even the other PTs has seen this patient. And I texted my therapist like, hey, is is there anything I need to know when I treat this patient? And the first thing he replies with, "Um, you should give her a call and see if she's okay seeing someone else. It's like Mm -hmm. that status. And from the moment that patient walked in to the setup to me walking in, like repeatedly told this patient, yo, your usual therapist isn't here just so you're aware. And this patient is well, kind of like a VIP. Um, there's some people that we're working with that they're just giving some extra TLC to love and attention. And this is one of those patients. So, because of that, the patients also cash pay. So their documentation, it like working with the same therapist the entire time, you can read your own notes. If I saw the same patient every single time they came in, your documentation might fall behind a little bit or maybe not super up to date because you know what you're doing. You know what you're addressing. So because this patient is cash pay, some of their documentation was okay and the exercises weren't like super descriptive but they're fairly advanced it's not your basic ltrs hamstring stretch like no this is like planks with rotation this is jumping squats with kettlebells like but with like little get a workout showing this oh absolutely (laughs) but like with little twists too it's like they're not just straight up the description like it's this is a plank And under comments, you have this paragraph of exactly how they want it performed to address the exact part that they want to address. At least they left you comments for that. Not all of them had comments, though. Oh, never mind. (laughs) So, like, I saw some with those comments and some without comments. And when I tell them, like, oh, you have a, like, super base, like, oh, bridge. Cool. Let's go to a bridge. And then when they start performing the bridge, like, oh, like, just normal bridges? Like, that's it? And I'm like looking at the notes. I'm like, this one doesn't have any comments. So yeah, just just a, just a normal bridge. But I'm looking at your other ones. I'm like, yeah, there's a full on paragraph for some of these. And they switch off. They switch it up so much because they're cash pay. So they focus their treatment on whatever day or whatever they want to focus on that day. Mm-hmm. So there's no consistency of, oh, we're always working lower extremity. We're always working up. No, we're working on whatever they want to work work on that day. So I guess my the gripe about it is the documentation is not being super accurate. 
yeah. and at the same time. So just for me personally, I feel like I just didn't give them the tender, loving care that the, I don't know if they were expecting or they wanted because it was hard for me to follow up a treatment when one person has been doing it this whole time and it's not super accurate of what they're doing. Does that make sense? That's the hardest part. You know, it totally, it totally does. Cause like, I'll be honest, I get in the same, I think we've probably Flow all rhythm. been guilty I think we all do. where you work with a patient for so long that you just know kind of what you you're doing. So you forget to jot down where you're like, okay, so like, you know, we're doing some gate training, but at the same time, we're also multi-coordinating with, you know, talking or something like that on purpose to, for other things, like just you, those little things you forget to mark down. And I've been guilty of that before, but like, it's definitely hard when the patient's okay seeing you and you want to show them a really good like treatment because of the fact that you want to see like, Hey, you're not wasting your time by coming in with me. Where especially with a cash pay. Yeah. And where it's not that your treatment's actually bad. It's just because you don't have the full information of what they're doing. And so that sets you up to have gaps of where they're questioning you of like, well, this is, this is it. Like it's, you're like, yeah, well, they're not jotting it down. What have you been doing? Like, it's not my fault. So (laughs) needless to say, I personally feel like that wasn't my best treatment. Mm-hmm. Like that day we want, like they're wanting to focus on calves. So I did like one calf, but then I guess I didn't hit like the, so I didn't start working on the other one. But then I guess there's like a certain spot that I didn't hit on the first one. So I went back to the first one and then they also want me to work on the neck a little bit. And it's like, we're just running out of time. Like we're just kind of scrambled. They came in with somebody else. Like, like the hour was over and it's just like, yeah, I feel like I didn't really, show my potential and it's hard what because I like definitely with do. like with that information like too like they kind of were like oh well you're not hitting the right spot or you know i also want to add this on it's just it's so tough in that situation because it's like you set up a game plan and then they're changing it on the fly so you left enough time but because they're adding things there, you want to show them the best possible treatment. But at the same time, like we do, they're there for an hour. Um, as much as we also want people to improve and get better, you know, we're paying paid for our services too. Like it's, you can't just spend six hours with that person when they're paying for an hour. And it's almost like they want to milk everything out of it, which I get you want definitely if you're cash paying but to me, if you pay $20 versus $100, like that was your choice because you you chose to go there. And if your insurance doesn't cover it, that was your choice. Like, but it's still money. Like to me, I don't think a cash pay here should be put above any other patient. And I think that's a mistake a lot of people do. But that's the business side True. of things. Um, so I think it's just like the learning lesson is try to keep Write the notes. Down up to date as best as possible. Um, keep the patient aware if that person isn't there and if they agree to still come, which they did. That was I mean, on them. We do, we do what we can. 
will definitely attempt to give them the best possible treatment without their normal therapist there. Mm-hmm. But um, I already lost my train of thought. <laughs> but no, but like we do what we can. I don't, I don't think it was Everyone your fault. Attempt. I think... Yeah, I try not to beat myself up too much about it. But in yeah. my head, I just feel you like about it. it it wasn't the best I probably could have done. Hopefully well, I probably, get another attempt at it, but. Well, the thing too is like you would normally probably adjust where you see it, you're like, oh, you're doing all this. Oh, just normal bridges. Nah, you know what? Normally I would just change this. You're doing really well. But like because you first time seeing them and they have such a specific thing and they want a specific way, you don't want to deviate from what's already there. So you're just really following the notes. So it's not like you're really giving your treatment. You're trying to produce someone else's treatment without having the full information. Yes. Yeah. I also feel like patients who are like our therapists who are like per diem, like it's hard to, I feel like, find a rhythm with patients. Mm-hmm. I have never been per diem, so I can't really say that. I know f- I have some friends who are per diem. And just from our conversations, like, yeah, they're like, yeah, we just kind of fill in and attempt to do what we can with what we're provided because what's hard for that is you don't want to add something new or completely change their treatment and then they have a bad response to it when they were doing so much better with the way they're doing it Mm -hmm. and sometimes it goes really well they're like oh hey like whatever you did last time like that was really great i loved it i feel so much better um and sometimes it can backfire but it's up to each therapist to find that line of how much they're willing to change a treatment. If it's you're only filling in for one day or maybe oh, yeah. two days, like each, like it's up to your discretion. It's up to the patient's demeanor, their attitude towards you. Like there's, there's a lot of factors that go in. You can't just go into everybody willy nilly and just change their whole program. Like it's not that easy. I don't think. Yeah. We had a PT who was covering multiple of our locations And he got certified in, like, dry kneeling. And one of our locations wouldn't allow him to do it. Because if he was just covering and he did dry kneeling and the patient wanted it again, there was no one else to actually do that, like, procedure. And so, or treatment. And so she wouldn't allow it. And he used to get frustrated. Like, he never got the concept of, like, you know, you're, you're filling in a little bit so you can't provide things that can't be replicated in a way sometimes. Like, it's just not good. Now, if you really think some patient needs it, then maybe they would come up with a different solution. But, you know, the patient needs to know that up front. Whether it's like we had a patient who would get their normal treatment at one location two times a week and then would come over to one of our other locations to get dry needled by a PT one time a week. But they were open to that right off the bat because it meant traveling a little bit more and they were making, they were committed to that. So, um, you just have to be open and honest with the patients, but yeah, I totally get what you're saying. But yeah, on a, that, that was my story. Yeah. On a lighter note, uh, I tried BFR this weekend or a week. I mean, right. that's definitely going to be a whole episode in itself. Well, it is, but it was definitely interesting. Um, I could see the benefits of it. I really, I've already, I'm a fan. So our goal is I'm to have fan. someone who's certified in it mm-hmm. and then just kind of 
talk about it. We did an episode on it from what we did research wise, but someone who's actually took in the CEU's credentials, performed it on patients. We're going to have their point of view as well as Laura's patient side point of view. Yes. So that should be coming up um, hopefully shortly. Hopefully sometime in the near future. Yeah. It's in the works. So keep tuned. Um, Again, thank you guys for answering the Instagram poll. Um, We'll be reaching out to you guys here shortly. Um, But yeah, we honestly are so grateful for you guys for listening. Uh, We've got some new stuff coming out. Maybe some new videos coming out. We're working on that. We're working on quite a bit. We're trying to get back back on track. Yes. We got a couple things in the works. So keep tuned. Um, but again, thanks everybody. Don't forget to follow us on the Instagram. Give us a like, a comment, share. That's the biggest thing you guys can do for us. As you guys know, we just do this for fun right now and just to get information out there because there's not a lot for us. So again, the biggest thing you can do is just continue to share the podcast and the Instagram too. So, and the YouTube channel. And until then, we'll catch you guys in the next episode. Yeah. All right. Bye, guys. The information in this video or podcast is not intended nor implied to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. All content, including text, graphics, images, and information contained in this video or podcast is for general information purposes only and does not replace your professors or a consultation from your own doctor or healthcare professional.